3: Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We'll get to Chris Felica in just a bit. But first, a little bit of Kentucky Derby news to get to. And then, uh, Joe, I want to get your thoughts as far as uh, what we should expect as far as uh, Saturday is concerned. The fourth horse to be scratched uh, was announced uh, earlier today. Uh, Skinner had an elevated temperature, Churchill Downs said. And so uh, that is a scratch. The fourth horse to be scratched joining... Practical move, Lord Miles, and Continuar. So, as we look at uh, the latest odds right now, Forte is still the favorite at nine to two. Angel of Empire and Tapit Trice are at five to one odds. They are uh, both in second place or both tied for second place. And typically, whenever I'm betting the Kentucky Derby, I tend to start with the favorites just because, even though we're dealing with a small sample size, I would assume odds are a little bit tighter for the biggest horse race uh, of the year. And historically, that tends to be what happens.
0: This is uh, going to be fascinating how it's bet, because this was such a massive betting story one year ago when Rich Strike ends up winning as an 80 to one shot. And it's probably something none of us are ever going to see when it comes to the Kentucky Derby. It was just It was just the ultimate outlier where Rich Strike was set up and the race so far out and, and just everything that had to happen for that to get home. And so what's going to happen? There's probably going to be a lot of people that just go with the long shot. I don't want to miss out on that one again. I'm not, Every year I'm going to have to put something on a crazy long shot or some sort of a, exotic and i'm gonna have to go that route and i expect the same to happen again even though it is highly 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 unlikely the odds are there for a (laughs) reason um yeah now the top two uh horses are todd fletcher horses even if you're a novice and you you know that name and the winning history here um i you know breaking down this race a little bit with some people that know about a lot more than i do and we'll talk to uh chris felique i can't wait to hear from him in a few minutes but it really seems like the the pletcher horses they're so short and we understand why why the favorites are the favorites right now but with tapatrice and forte forte the heavy favorite but it really seems like you know with the bottom coming up a little bit with a lot of people taking uh, some of those dart throws that the middle is, is where the value is and the one that i'm looking at is the eight mage and one of the one of the main mm-hmm. preps races the florida derby uh, Forte won by one length over Mage, So uh, th- that's where I'm taking a look at, and uh, it's a pretty good price. I know a lot of smart people that were on Practical Move. Practical Move was 9-1, to one, and that is uh, one of the four horses that has been uh, scratched for tomorrow's run for the Roses.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I've heard people on Angel of Empire and Mage, mm-hmm. and also I think what's interesting in this one is just that everyone's saying it's one of the weakest fields that we've seen in a while. So we were yeah. talking um, to Sean Zarillo yesterday about how that could make it maybe a little more wide open as well. Um, probably, I don't know, are you going to end up vetting like a really, really long shot just for fun because of what we saw last year? Or how are you going to approach it, Joe?
0: I'd be more likely not to. <laughs> but yeah, you know, honestly, I I I'll probably pick one. I'll probably pick one. I will probably pick one i am curious what Chris has.
3: Well, let's go ahead and find out. Uh joining us now, Chris Falika of Fox Sports and uh Chris, you know, it was fascinating last year when we uh, you know, had the Kentucky Derby that we had such a massive long shot win it when normally this is a race sort of designed for favorites do you feel like that there is a long shot in this field that does have a legitimate chance here
2: i I think there are long shots in the field that have legitimate chances i don't think we're going to see the impossible long shot like rich strike was last year but i do think what that's going to cause is i do think people are going to bet horses like sun thunder or reincarnate or um Ray's uh, raise cane, like like uh, cyclone mischief and King Russell who drew in. Like I think there are going to be some people out there, just casual betters that, oh, what happened last year, anyone could win and they're going to do that. And what you're going to do as a result is create a better price because this is a power mutual pool. I think you're gonna get a better price on some long shots that do have a chance, whether that's confidence game or or mage or or um rocket ten or Mandarin here i'm just going through the list of like those 20 to 30 to one shots i think you're going to see a really good price on them a better price than some of the short shots and the hopeless long shots i think are going to take dead money
0: okay at the top of the board forte the heavy heavy favorite uh, no surprise there and then second you got another pletcher horse and tap it trice uh, I, those that I, I trust with this, guys like you that have a lot of experience and, and a winning history uh, with the Derby and horse racing in general, just just talk about how those two are beatable. They they think it's more open and the value is in that big middle due to a little bit of what you just said. Uh, do you agree with that? Do you, Do you believe those top couple of horses on the odds board are beatable?
2: Absolutely agree with it because I think if you look at Forte it, and it's hard not to it's hard to not to, to not forte for what he's done. I mean, he's only lost once. But at the same time, his sire is Violence He was more of a sprinter, seven furlongs, miles. I, I, he's not dropping mile and A, mile and C. is three sixteenths mile and a quarter winners. And I think you saw a little bit of regression in his speed figure when he went from a mile and a 16th to a mile and an eighth. And he was two to five and, and all out to kind of win that race. So I, I think he is beatable. He's at the mercy of a pace situation here, where can his late closing kick carry him from a mile and an eight to a mile and, to a, mile and a quarter? I don't think so. I think the other horse, Tappet Trice, is more interesting. I, I think he's the horse that a lot of people are more sure about. Like, if you say, like, like who's, who, who, you, who do you think going to run, run his race and can get the distance? I think Tappet Trice is the answer to that, just because of his kind of grinding running style. He doesn't necessarily have a quick turn of foot but he wore down verifying in the bluegrass. So I think of the two type of trace, it's probably more likely to hit the board, but, but I do think uh, both of those Pletcher horses are beatable.
1: What do you think about Gake, one of two Japanese horses in the Derby? A Japanese horse has never won it, but it sounds like it's not a matter of if, but when at this point that one eventually wins it. Also drawing the 17 post, uh, what is your what are your thoughts on Dermasota Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, TEND is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit HelloTend.com slash sale. That's hello t-e-n-d dot com slash sale and book
2: your free consult today. Worker of yours, I've been against Germaine sonagaga just because he hasn't run in the U.S. And again, I talked about Forte with his sprint pedigree. I mean, mind Your Biscuits was another a very good sprinter, and, and again, he wasn't exactly going any any further than seven furlongs or a mile either. But that UAE Derby, which really impressive some some people that I communicate with and I'm friendly with and respect in the horse racing business, really liked him. But actually, it's funny after the. Couple of scratches yesterday and today. A buddy of mine literally just texted me about ten minutes ago. He said, "I'm I'm starting to be convinced that Dermo Sagaki is going to gallop tomorrow. So whether he does mm. or not, that's mm. another story." Yeah, I actually—it's funny—I actually like the other horse, the other Japanese bred horse, Mandarin Hero, a little bit more just because he has more of a stalking style. He's run in the U.S. already. He ran a great uh, Santa Anita Derby, and his buyer's speed figure matches Forte's so at the highest in the field on dirt. So. I think I think Mandarin Hero might be someone who gets forgotten about because of all the buzz about Derma Sonogake. He can win, and it wouldn't shock me if he won. But you can't bet everyone. You got to take some stance for or against horses, and I'm kind of standing against Derma Senagakia.
3: You kind of alluded to this already, but we've had four horses already scratched from the Derby. Uh, the latest one to be announced was Skinner uh, joining Practical Move, Lord Miles, and Continuar. These, these weren't horses like me personally uh, thought had legitimate chances but I do wonder with their absences how much that will affect the perhaps pace or perhaps uh you know things uh going down the stretch in terms of crowding things like that how will these absences impact the race you think
2: well so, uh, Skinner was my top pick in the race so I was devastated when I oh. saw him get stretched this morning and uh, maybe maybe it turned out to be a blessing in disguise maybe it will uh save me money but uh, Lord Miles and, and Continua really weren't a part of the pace factor, I don't think. But, but I do think the pace factor increased a little bit because of Cyclone Mischief drawing in. He's a horse that really only knows one way, and that's on the lead. So I would expect him to send from the outside, and that might uh, spice this pace up just a little bit more. So I think the scratches, all in all, had a net plus effect, a bit positive, on how fast this ultimate uh, half three-quarters of an hour will go. But I don't think we're going to see the, the, the fractions that we saw last year where there was a total pace collapse, collapse. But I do think there are going to be more horses that try for the lead this year. But at the same time, I don't think it's going to be as ridiculously fast as it was last year.
0: All right, Chris, we call in them betting cards in our world. Tell us about your Derby betting card and what is your approach? Uh, what's, what sort of exotics uh, do you jump in on and, and which horses are you going to be keying on in a lot of your exotics?
2: Well, Skinner obviously was going to be one of them. So I I'm, I'm, his scratch. I have to kind of reassess my whole philosophy now, and I'm glad I have a day to do that. And I haven't made uh, any bets yet, but, but I'm going to wind up using uh, the two verifying, the four confidence games, the 18 um, Rocket 10, and the 22 Mandarin Hero is kind of my exact box keys. Those four horse. I'm going to box them. And then I'll throw a couple of the shorter shots in there in first and second with them. Uh, that way if one of my four 15, 20 to one shots or longer run well, uh, there's a good chance I'm going to wind up hitting the exact. And, and I'll probably fool around with a, uh, with a trifecta as well, putting those, putting those four and then using a couple of the logical horses in second and third as well. Again, just trying to, if I'm right about one of my price horses running well, I want to make sure I hit a ticket, and I don't want to. I don't want to be stubborn. All because I said I'm against Dermot so Soderdoge to get a win. I will use Amy in an exact because if you get Dermot so Soderdoge at ten to one and Rocket Ten wins the race thirty to one, then you're looking at a great exact. And I hate myself if I did not uh, if I did not have that exact. So uh, that's pretty much where I'm going to go. But I do think Rocket Ten has a big shot in this race. Uh, Bill Mod is someone who has won triple crown races uh, with long shots. He adds blinkers, so he might be a little bit closer to the pace today. He won the Holy Bowl. He's been betting all of his races. He should be able to get the mile and a quarter distance. I think Rocket 10 might be someone that kind of gets a little bit forgotten on the board. He might be able to get a really nice price on his block.
1: Chris, how important is positioning? Forte, the favorite, drew the 15 post. Obviously, he has one of the best jockeys in the world. Is there um, something you can tell us in terms of positioning where a horse might have an advantage?
2: I I think typically, last year was a total anomaly. Like, we really have not seen a dead closer win the Derby in quite some time. Even when Country House got put up, I mean, he was a little bit closer, and he actually didn't cross the line first. But I mean, last year it took every break possible for uh, for Rich strike to get up, weaving in and out of traffic. So the closer is typically you need to either have the rail open up and have the Red Sea part and get a free run, or you need to go wide and hope that the center of the track is good that day and you don't have any traffic problems. So typically it's been better to be on or near the lead. That's kind of what the race has been since they went to the point system. So if you can kind of be on or near the lead and, and hope that the pace isn't 46 and change or 45 and change, and it's a little bit slower than, than, than that, uh, you've got a really good chance. And one of the other things, too, in terms of positioning, is like the post position. Like in the past, like the rail, like post one, two, and three were really not where you wanted to be uh, just, just because of that auxiliary gate and the way it was angled and you were running basically right into the rail. Uh, however, with, with, this new po- with this new starting gate, where it's one continual 20-horse gate, I'm curious to see how that affects the horses on the inside. Like, like, is it going to be as bad as it had been in the past? Like, uh, this hit show was a horse that if he wasn't in post one, I would love to bet. He's been a favorite, favorite in every single one of his races. He's never run a bad mm-hmm. race. He comes from off just slightly one of those stalker, early position type horses. He was probably the best horse in the wood and, and just got beat. Like the other horse next to him, the two horse, Verifying, is another Brad Cox horse. Well, Verifying is going to want to go to the front, and that might help Hit Show get a little bit better position because it might allow that just a little bit more room for post one, for post two, for him to kind of come out just a little bit at the start and not necessarily have as much trouble with that rail.
3: About uh, 30 seconds left. You, you mentioned the inside. I was looking at two fills, uh, the, the three horse here at eight to one odds. I wonder if that there's sort of a back and forth between hit show and verifying if that uh, sort of leaves the door open for two fills to possibly make a move there.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised if two fills found himself on the lead. I, I think he's more of a closer or a grinder. He had a great turn of foot on the poly track at Turfway. He's going to be, he's going to get back to March. The two horses that that has certainly been taking a lot of the, uh, the, the buzz around here. Two Phils and Angel of Empire are two horses that you're not going to get close to the morning line. But uh, Two Phils has been beaten by Angel of Empire. He's finished behind some thunder. Didn't run well against Forte. So uh, we'll see what happens with him. But clearly he ran a huge last race on the synthetic, and we'll see if he can repeat it tomorrow.
3: Good stuff there. Chris Felica of Fox Sports with some fantastic Kentucky Derby Nuggets. Thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight and the weekend coming right up on the BetQL Network.
2: We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.